0: being on some shit. We go zero to 100 nigga, real quick. Yo, what up? It's Kells. Um, as you can see, it's just me. Co-host had some technical difficulties once again, but as y'all know, one monkey don't stop no show, so I will be holding it down. Kells at KMGZ, by the way. Um, this is Thanks for Asking. Episode episode 97 um so <clears throat> sorry let's just get started so we gonna um yours and negritudes uh y'all know every week i f- forget about the yours and negritudes so but let me think um i kind of want to give it to jlo and 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 i kind of want to give it to j-rod because you know Jennifer Lopez, she don't let no moss grow on her, and you know she's she's looking good for her age, and and been looking good for all her ages, and you know don't stop till you till you find it. And I don't know if this is a legit or if it's like a you know a, a for the look joint, because I mean she do got an album coming out and all that. I don't know, but you know they look good, and you know I'm glad she off that whatever that loser kid she was with, thank God, and, um, you know, I don't know, hopefully it works out, they a cute couple, and, you know, J-Rod, like, oh, you know, she likes him younger, nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that, um, yeah, I give it to them, I'm trying to think if there was something else, I feel like there was, that I'm forgetting, perhaps it'll come to me later, I gotta get better with the yours and negative i will be so worried about trying to find stuff to Talk about on here, and then I don't know all the time unless something jumps right out. I don't know all the time. To be remembering that yours and negritudes, and you know I technically could give it every week to Rihanna. Y'all know that, but I try to spare y'all. And I think I gave it to her last week, and um, I got something to give it to her for this week too. But whatever, we'll go. We'll stick. We'll stick with J Rod. Um. So, um, this was kind of a last minute doing it myself, so y'all bear with me, but. We were going to do the freeway fire, and I was. It would have been good because uh, Chelsea's in Atlanta, and I was expecting that she would have more information than I do because I've only seen, you know, the few stories that have been posted. But I find it. Um, and I have read very little. Uh, caveat, what I'm about to say. I've read very little. But I mean, I've read enough, and I've seen enough, and I don't think I have really missing much information, maybe like some specific detail, but the part of the story I heard was enough for me to draw my conclusions, and so I noticed on the the tweets that I forgot when the fire was, but I remember when y'all were showing the fire on, um, you know the internet, and I looked at it immediately and I was like, that looks like an explosion on the fire, I thought that perhaps like a truck a tractor trailer, or there was a car accident, or something, or like a car motor had had caught fire or blown up and had ignited some, you know, something else. That's what it looked like to me. Um, but as soon as I saw it, I saw the black smoke and the way the fire was burning. I was like, either that's, I didn't know if it was a terrorist attack. I'm like, who blows up a highway? Maybe they was on their way and it blew up. But I knew it was some kind of, um, not an accident, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, not something that just occurred. I I really thought it was probably like a, a car accident and like the engines had blown up or something. And maybe it was like a truck Hauling something flammable, that's what I thought when I first saw it, but I knew it was something, I knew it wasn't going to just be like you know, oh electrical something or something like that but apparently, a lot of people don't believe that, And they, um, so the story that came down was that <laughs> there was three crackheads I believe, one was arrested and they were apparently one of, when they were smoking crack one of them came back and set fire to a chair or something like that and and apparently, uh, the chair caught ablaze, and there was chemicals or some kind of, like, a bunch of stuff was being stored on that portion of the highway, and that was, a lot of people on the tweet said that they drive through there, and they always see all this stuff, and apparently that caught fire, and there's some flammable stuff, and that's what caused this huge fire that collapsed the beltway, and some people don't believe it, they feel like it's a conspiracy, and they don't believe this story, and it's, I, uh, listen... I mean, here's the thing about conspiracies, and here's where most conspiracy theories fall down. Like, for there there to be a conspiracy, there has to be, like, a goal. Like, you don't just conspire to conspire. You're conspiring to, you know, I don't know, whatever you're conspiring to do, there has to be a goal. So if you think there's a conspiracy about, you know, them burning down, I mean, if you think there's a conspiracy, then you have to believe that, it wasn't this crackhead, and it was something else, and it, you know, that's what burned it up, and that's what collapsed the highway, and it'd be like, okay, so what was that, and what would be the reason, and if that was the case, why would they not come forward, you know, once they arrested the crackhead, and be like, no, you know, we, you know, I don't know, niggas were burning shit down, and we did that, because, you know, we mad about Peter or whatever, you know, you know, niggas, everybody got a cause nowadays, but, like, why wouldn't that occur, so, I just don't, the consp- I'm like, what would be the conspiracy? Like, to tie up traffic, I guess? I mean, but, I, as soon as you, listen, any story you tell that sound crazy, as soon as somebody say, oh, so-and-so was a crackhead or "Is a crackhead involved, the story automatically becomes believable, because crackheads do all kinds of things. I've seen a crackhead do move a refrigerator on a kid bike, like... They do all kind of stuff, and as soon as I heard that story, I, it just sounded like crackhead shit, and people was like, well, who smokes crack under the under the freeway? Crackheads. Crackheads smoke crack under freeways and all kind of crazy places they're not supposed to be. That's how they get their reputation for being crackheads. They do shit that nobody else do. Like, you'd be driving by one day, you see three of them on the, on the freeway, you'd be like, hey, these fucking crackheads. That's what they do. They do crack shit, and... It sounds like a, a believable story to me. It it sounds it sounds just like some crackhead shit. Crackheads done burned down whole blocks. Done burned down houses. I seen this fire one time when I I don't know we was in high school. I can't remember when it was. It was summer, and a um, fire had broke out, and they had to actually go into the the fire. Um, department, had to go into one of the crack, band the house, crack slash crack house, and pull the fiends out, cause they was in there smoking crack, and wasn't gonna leave, the shit burning down around them, they was just gonna stand there and smoke crack, I, you know, I guess they figured they was gonna make it, and they was crackheads they might have, so, listen, that story sound exactly like what some crackhead shit to me, exactly like what they said, somebody would have set, a crackhead would have set, set a fire, and it would have been there with some flammable shit, when the flammable shit went up, and y'all freeway collapsed. Like it makes sense to me, and I, I haven't read any other uh, news or story or anything that would make me think that that's not true. And I, you know, I just it sound it sound like some crack shit. Um, so I don't know if anybody listening out there, if y'all got some other story or some reason why you think that it wasn't, please let me know, but again, remember, conspiracies ain't, you don't just conspire to conspire, it has to be a reason, so if you're saying they're lying, then it gotta be a reason why they're lying, and it gotta make sense, and I just don't see it, um, yeah, too bad, I really wanted that local take, but oh well, moving on, um, the next topic is rather new, and it's the Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this ad is so bad. It's so it's a terrible ad and everybody has been, well, no, I won't say everybody. There's been a handful of people, the usual suspects, jumping out the window, making this a whole about a whole lot of things. The ad was really bad. It was a really bad. Taken just on its own without like all this extra shit people trying to make it and call it racist and and everything else they're trying to call it—it it was just a terrible ad. It had no cultural relevancy. It was not. It was just like, what? What, it, what is this supposed to be? Like, it just—I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know who, what focus group they ran that by. Because you know, I just think as soon as soon as it came out, everybody—not just black people—everybody, every single person who saw that ad was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Every single person. So I'm like, who did y'all focus group this to? Because y'all put this shit on Twitter, and within like ten minutes, black, white, Chinese, Puerto Rican, everybody was like, "This is horrible." Um, I we really don't even understand why you would put this out, and or how this got past So many people, uh, being this terrible, right? Like, it's just a bad. She had a wig on. She snatches the, w- so she's, the commercial is, Kendall Jenner is, who's a model, um, a real model, like, walks in shows, and a good one, I mean, she ain't, you know, good for for what we're doing nowadays, um, she comes out, like, side, I, it's, it's so hard to explain, basically it's like, there's protests going on, or whatever, because, you know, that's the hot thing to do now, just be out protesting, I guess it's like, you know, having a dance-off, like, that's what they was making it seem like. Protesting is the hot thing to do, not you know something that people are doing because they fear for their lives and their rights being taken away because of this clown that y'all put in the White House. It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a, like a fun thing. That's what the, that's what the commercial made it appear to be, which was one of the numerous problems with it. Um, so Kendall comes out and makes like googly eyes. It's just. So many things, but ends up handing a cop a Pepsi, and then the cop takes the Pepsi. So it's like the, the gist of the commercial is uh, during this protest for uh, whatever we're protesting for. Here comes Kendall. She takes her wig off. She has this horrible, horrible blonde wig. Which another thing wrong with it. What was that supposed to be? What was the point of that? Why? Why he had that wig on her? Like she snatches. She comes out. She snatches the wig off and and shoves it. At this dark skinned black lady, just shoves it at her. Like, hey. somebody on Twitter said it was like, hey, Keisha, hold my wig. I gotta go protest. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. Problematic as shit. Um, and then she goes out into the crowd with this Pepsi and hands the Pepsi, not to the protesters, but to the cop. And it was just a terrible commercial. I want, there's so many levels you could get to of how bad this was. Um, It just was a horrible commercial. Nobody knew what it was about. Like, what is this? You make you trying to make protesting like it's a look, like it's and and you know, with with the tone and the mood of the country, let me just say this. All you corporations and writers and journalists and just people who keep coming with this. Oh, well, we're just trying to come together. We kind of come together. Listen, we're not coming together. That's not the mood. That's not what nobody is on. We are not coming together because this motherfucker that y'all have in the White House, we did not vote for, for reasons, for many reasons that are numerous. Main one being he's incompetent, he's racist, he's all kind of shit, and he stands for and supports everything that is against us and that we don't believe in and that is not supposed to go on this country. He wants to ban people. He wants to build walls. He's at campaign rallies letting people get beat up and, you know, do Nazi salutes and Confederate flags and Klan shit. And He's just laughing and grinning and not really condemning any of this stuff. Um, we're not coming together over that. That's what y'all need to understand. Like, that's not the mood. The mood is resist. We're having protests. We're getting ready to try to vote y'all these fucking Republicans out in these midterm elections hopefully, we're not coming together, if you are on this kumbaya, you are not on the pulse, you are very tone deaf, let it go, leave it alone, we're not coming together with those people, especially not the people who are the target of the hate and the, and the vitriol the, not the gays, not the blacks not the Mexicans, not any of us who still st- stood and stand the most to lose by y'all putting that idiot in the White House. And that's what y'all don't understand. Y'all like, oh, well, we give him a shot. We we wasn't giving him no shot, because we knew what that shit was gonna be, because so for you to think that all that we just need to just let it go and come together, that's you part of the problem. It's not going to happen. We're not letting nothing go. You telling us to let the Klan go. You telling us to let Nazis go. You telling us to let all the civil rights shit that our parents and great grandparents and all that shit went through, let that shit go. All the gay rights that everybody done fought for that are in danger now, let that go so we can come together. Fuck you. Fuck y'all. Fuck that. We're not coming together, we're not doing it, we're doing everything within our power to get y'all the fuck up out of here in four years, hopefully less, because I don't think this one gonna make it four years— get y'all the fuck out of here and then hopefully we learn our lesson and never do this kind of shit again and y'all stupid motherfuckers then go back to being stupid motherfuckers y'all had y'all, we, we see what happened when we we, we we didn't pay attention and everybody learned, got out of place and didn't learn what their proper role was and trying to, you know, do things that are outside of their range and we see what happens and hopefully we make it with this North Korea and all this other shit that this fucking idiot is not in any way equipped to deal with hopefully we can make it, but stop it, Pepsi, Coke, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, Frito-Lay, who the fuck ever, Puma Jordan, uh, Under Armour, whoever the fuck y'all are, these brands, these these writers, these people, we're not coming together, we, we're we not doing it, this Kumbaya y'all keep trying to be on, we're not doing it, we're trying to get him and y'all the fuck out of here, got it? So anytime you making a commercial and you what well, we trying to show that we're all it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be it it's not gonna go over it's not gonna be a hit because that's not where we at and you and you show yourself to be incredibly um out of touch tone deaf and and just of no significance if you keep trying to put that message out there because people are letting you know every day that that's not where they are how many of them women came to that women's march millions. We're not we're not on that, so you could put your little state the apology I didn't care about personally, you know i the commercial was a lot of things. I guess you could say it was racist. I don't really think it was racist I mean it was racist, but i don't I think it just showed um what occurs when you don't have diversity in your ad agencies and diversity that is listened to and diversity is respected because. For y'all to have made that commercial... That had to go through a whole lot of people... I mean you know I don't work in the ad it... But we know they focus group they do... We know a lot We know a lot went into that shit... Y'all spent a lot of money... Y'all playing those campaigns... Y'all had to pay Kendall... We know that shit... It, it, it goes through a lot of people... And for it to go through so many people... And come out and for as soon as it hits... For so many of the public to just be like... What the fuck is this? That lets you know that whatever your process was... It was, it was a failure from beginning to end because either nobody in the room spoke up or people did in the room did speak up and and nobody wanted to listen because that I could have put y'all a better commercial together than that like right now like I could I could give you 10 Some people were upset that they added the protest faction in it. I I wasn't because that is kind of the tone of where we at. You could have did a commercial that incorporated the protest and what's going on in the country. I give you 10 ideas right now that would, that would have been better than, than that. To try to make a joke of it, to try to make light of it, to try, oh, this is what we're doing to all come together. That's not, that's not what it was. And I just don't know how that made it to press. I really don't. It was horrible. It, it just was a bad ad. And I'm not getting into all this the bluest eye, and oh, look at the white girl, I mean, yeah, it was a terrible image to have her hand, that girl her wig, because of the appro- appropriation, and culture, and all this, all this shit that's going on constantly, that the forever enraged, the forever enraged about, um, but I didn't even want to take it to that level, because I'm just really tired of you niggas on a lot of that shit, and, cause I think some of it, some of it is, is, is valid, and some of it is accurate, some of the other of it is a, re- is a reach, or it's just not that serious, and this was the one of the ones, I just didn't think it was that serious like, I, did, I just thought it was a terrible, terrible terrible ad, I thought it was incredibly culturally ins- insensitive I thought it was badly researched, badly sourced, if y'all focused it, I don't know who, y'all must have had a room full of people just like y'all which defeats the purpose... I just, I have... I I, I would love to know the story behind that commercial. And who did not raise their hand to be like, um, guys, uh, this is really horrible. (laughs) And I just want to go on record to say that I don't think that this commercial is is at all what we should be doing. I I just, I can't believe nobody said that. And if they didn't, then y'all got bigger problems than what y'all think. Um, um, what else about it? Um... People were mad at the apology because, I, personally, I, th- there were so many things wrong with that commercial, the least of which to me was Kendall Jenner. I feel like, and I, I believe, that Kendall had, and, and and Chris or whoever was involved in that deal— didn't have any creative input in it. I think they just went to Pepsi. Was like, okay, what's this? Is what we're gonna do? Pepsi was like, this is the idea we have, and they were like, okay. And she went there and she executed it. Like, I don't think. First of all, they're not very. I'm not a Kardashian hater, y'all know. But I mean, we all know they live in a bubble and they're very detachment, and. You know, I wouldn't expect them to be tuned into anything, and that's the problem. We wouldn't. They're not. So why would you try to make a commercial? based off of the relevant issues with them. Like, that's not... Y'all should have asked Kim. Kim knows how to how to work that brand and play that brand and and use what people say and, and tend to think about her to, to her advantage and flip it by not taking herself too seriously and by, you know... She's a master, and a lot of people like to say Kim don't have no talent. Y'all just some hating ass bitches, because if you think that girl who made, who who came from nowhere and, and was nothing, like y'all said, somebody lawyer's daughter in Calabasas, and to turn herself into this huge superstar that she is, if you think that don't take no talent, then, uh, that says more about you than her and I'm just, whatever, I'm not arguing with that more. the girls are branding and marketing there's people that go to school for years for this shit, that don't do that shit as well as Kim Kardashian does, and y'all can just debate Jesus, because she does it, she turned Snapchat and all this shit that everybody's doing now, Kim did that, wasn't nobody doing that before, all this celebrity and just making, making just being herself a thing, like oh I'm here guys, and because I'm here, this is a hot thing to do if you think that's not talented, I don't know what to tell you. So, Kim tapped into a part of, because everybody not a great singer, everybody not a great band, everybody don't have that kind of talent, but Kim tapped into something, the the, the urge and the want to be more that everybody in America has. That's what she tapped into, and that's what she does really well, and look at her now, she getting paper. So, I just was like, y'all should have asked Kim, because Kim knows... Kim would not have allowed that The Kim. Not that Kim is super woke or anything like that, but I feel like Kim is cognizant enough of what works and what doesn't work to have, she could have looked at that and been like, nah, don't, that's not, don't do that. Like, that's not going to be it. If you're going to do this, if you're going to do it like this, then it needs to be all the way a joke. Y'all trying to make it serious, but it's really, it's a, it looks like a joke. So if you're going to do it, do it completely as a joke or do something different. What I would have did, let me tell y'all what I would have did. So we know how popular or not popular that women's march was. We know how many millions of women came out. And we know it was random since Rihanna was there. Uh Whoopi, it was all kind of celebrities that that either was either watched that parade or was in that parade. What I would have did was I if if you had insisted of that's the backing you wanted, that's the setting you wanted, I would have either tried to reenact, what? what I, re- I don't know, is that public, I would have tried to get some videos of that, or whatever, Try to reenact that, and I would have just had Kendall, like, have the, the, the march go by, or whatever, whatever your concept was going to be, the people go by, the cops go by, and I would have had Kendall, like, either walking in the parade looking regular, or standing to the side and cheering the parade like Rihanna was, and have, um like the pe- the people in the parade or whatever along the way holding pepsis or handing her a pepsi something whatever we would have integrated the the pepsi that's what I would have did if y'all was going to do that, then that would have been more embedded in what's going on and would it would have looked more natural and it would have it would have given um a look back to the actual march because that's what happened on the march. You was watching on TV and they would go by, oh, there's Whoopi Goldberg, oh, there's Rihanna, oh, there it was mad famous people at that march and you could have done that and then had Kendall be one of those famous people and just had it like it was that day. If you just wanted to do that thing and bring people together because that's where people's at. More than half of the country, y'all know the women The women are the ones who buy the products, the women's are, are the ones who control the purse strings in the house and that would have when you're making these commercials, that's who that would appeal to, and so, and you would've already got the dudes because it's Kendall, so I, that's what I would've did, that's just one idea, though like, I'm sure there's, it was horrible it was a hard, horrible commercial um, they apologized they said Ken, they specifically said Kendall had nothing to do with creativity, that's, and I would've demanded that too because I really feel like y'all threw Kendall to the, you know hate everything Kardashian wolves, because no matter what she did they're not gonna like it anyway, cause they don't like nothing the Kardashians do. It could have been a, a perfect ad. It would have been a problem with it. But you put her in this garbage. Like you just said her like you just threw her to the to, to the wolves. Like I don't really think it was her fault. I mean, I'm not saying she's a total naive, but people are like, oh, she should have known better. Really, should she? I signed up for this ad, I signed up, y'all the ad people, y'all do this every day, I'm just doing this one little campaign, you say you got it, you say you focus this, you say this ad did really good, it's really popular, you think, okay, I'ma do it, I'ma show up and I'ma execute, like, she, she's not fucking Don Draper, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, she probably, they probably was like, well, our image is, you know, we wanna have, we wanna highlight the protests, and we wanna show people coming together and love, and she probably was like, okay, so... You know, I, I, it's not about, yeah, she's, I don't know, whatever. Y'all not, any time a Kardashian does anything, it's going to be a whole, going to be a whole fucking contingent of hater bitches with shit to say. So, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's all. It, it was a terrible ad, and, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Y'all, y'all, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know, it's a check. Kendall, do your modeling, and just stick to that. Like, I. I it's a shame, too, because Pepsi used to be cutting edge. I don't understand. Pepsi did the Michael Jackson. Pepsi set Michael Jackson on fire, first of all, doing the ad. Like, Pepsi is known for, like, good ads. Madonna, all these different ads. So, for them, they, I don't know. Y'all got to get it together. But that was horrible. Um, They were trying to go for that Coke teach the world to sing ad. But Coke, the difference between this ad and that ad was that Coke actually caught the mood and the tone of the country at that time, and that's why that ad was so great, because it just it caught everything. It caught it caught the cultural um, thesis or whatever it was of the country at that time, and it caught it. and And to this day, when they want to, when you watch the History Channel and all these shows, and they want to um, pinpoint that certain time, they show that commercial because that commercial is just so indicative of what the country was like at that time. And that's what Pepsi was trying to do, and it's like, you you didn't get any of that. Like, you, you, I don't know what that shit was. Like, that was not, that's not it. That's not what the tone of the country is. It's not the mood. That's not what we on. It's like, what do y'all been doing? So, all right. Talked enough about Pepsi. It was terrible. Um, the other story is, and this is also a new entry, is this story about Mel B., um, and her divorce from her abusive husband, now, y'all know I'm an old nigga, by the time Spice Girls came out, I was already, like, 18, 17, 19, I don't know, grown, like, too old to be Spice Girl in it, right, it was not a little, so I don't know too much about Spice Girls, I know the one song they had, uh, whatever that song was, that famous song, um, only one I really knew was Posh Spice, Victoria Beckham, I couldn't tell you none of them other Spice's, I, I, Mel B, I probably would have called her Black Spice. Like, I, I had no idea. But, um, story came out actually a couple of days ago, or it was actually last week, that, um, she was getting a um, divorce from her husband and he was abusive. And before that, I think this is correct. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I think before that, it was a story about Mel B. Is she the one that's bisexual? I believe so. And I read a story about her and her husband having an open relationship, which I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and then there was like a story I read that supposedly I think this is her. It's either her or who that other black British girl. Um the one the one that was dating Eddie Murphy, is that Mel B? I think this is the same chick. Y'all let me know. About she was like a a, a relationship with a woman for a really long time that she's um bisexual. And the reason I remember that is because when she got with this new dude, I was like, oh, okay. They I guess that shit is over with. But you never know what bisexuals like they do what they want to do. Um. So, but anyway, the point of it I wanted to say was so today more news came out. So so last week it was he hit her and um she had to like cancel a couple of dancing with the star shows because of uh, the abuse today it came out more, like, he, he, he was fucking her up, and he, and the reason why, I guess she told some people, but the reason why nobody said anything is because she was afraid that he would kill her and kill them, I guess he was threatening lives and stuff like that, and this is all, and, 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 um, supposedly, like, he had another domestic violence incident, and, not supposedly, he had another, uh, domestic violence incident in 2003, which would have been... Um, prior to them getting together. And this is all I want to say. And this is, please, I'm not trying to victim blame. I'm really not. But like, domestic abuse is, is, is a serious, serious thing, right? And this is kind of, we've talked about this in relation to, um, Real Housewives with, with Kenya and Matt. And, and, you know, all of us last summer watched that, uh, well, most of us watched the, what was it ESPN 30 for 30, the OJ? And like, Domestic violence is a serious, serious thing. It's nothing to play with. And the thing that's so frustrating about it is it is well, it's not like PTSD, right? PTSD been around for a long time. They used to call it shell shock and war shock and all this shit. But only recently from like Vietnam on, I don't know, no, because not really recently, like since, since like, um, Desert storm and all of that. And really started to focus on PTSD, like, what, like, that it's a real thing, and, and, and that it's not just, you know, bullshit, like, it's an actual real psychological diagnosis, and how it works, and what it does, like, focused on that, right, and, and we have a lot of info, and we got information about it now, but for a long time, you know, we didn't. People know oh, they I always heard when I was little, oh, he went to Vietnam and when he came back he was crazy. And people blaming on the war or blaming on drugs or blaming on different things, but they didn't really understand it. It was actual nah, it's an actual thing. It's called PTSD. A lot of them have it, it's caused by this, and that's what they're going through, right? And know that. Domestic abuse though, is not like that. Domestic abuse has been studied extensively. There's so much information about it. I t- I've told y'all this before when I was in college. I took um, um, an abnormal psychology class. And then when, for my job after, we have to take a lot of like these, call them um, profiling courses. Like different psychological court. We have to take shit. And one of the ones we took, uh, I-, I took is like a, um, it was like, it was called clinical pathology or some shit like that, it sounds like, like a more, like you're cutting up bodies, but it's not, it, it's a, it was a class about like, um, different um, different kinds of sick people, so like there's different kinds, like every, there's different, um, what's the word, everybody that's crazy or like certain serial killers or certain mass shooters or certain um, people who commit certain crimes, there's different prototypes for each one, right, some have some have a few, some have one, but there's different prototypes, and that's what really profiling is, when they get you in the room, because people are really not really that, I mean, people are complex, but not really, and if you can just get to what it is that makes them tick, you can break them down, so one of those classes, one of the, they had a whole thing on domestic violence, because domestic abusers are, are profiled, and they have it, and they, they always come from They come themselves from an abusive home. That's where they learned it. Their father probably beat their mother or mother beat their father. Something, they come from abusive homes. It's learned behavior, okay? And if you are with somebody or know of somebody who has a prior domestic abuse, like, don't play around with that. Like, I'm so tired of of, of hearing these stories where you know, the person had a prior uh, domestic incident in whatever year, or, well, yeah, he had an incident with his last girlfriend, but you still dating him, and you still marrying him, like, oh, it was just that one time. It's never that one time. It's, 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 they usually have done it before. They usually have a history of doing it before. Whether somebody has filed on them or not, they have a history. And the whole point of that is, like, once you know somebody beats their girl, or their wife, or whatever, stay away from them, because that's there's, there's not, that's not a one-time thing, and when they were describing all the shit he's done to her over the years, and I'm just like, w- w- why are you marrying him? Like, what? you know what I mean? Like, they, it's like they think that it's gonna change, or well, he just did this to that girl, he's not gonna, it doesn't work like that, or well, she's a bitch, and she gets on, it doesn't work like that. That's something broken in them. That's something wrong with them. And the only way they're going to fix it is if they want to fix it. And I'm not saying it doesn't occur. I'm sure it does. But I've never heard of a dude that beats women's asses really um, stopping it. Like, I've never heard of that. Like, I'm I'm sure there are some that say, hey, man, I don't want to be like this. So let me go get some therapy and figure out how to work it out. I'm, I'm sure. I've just never heard of any. I've never heard of any. Um, they either stop because they locked up and they can't, or you, you know, they kill you like OJ allegedly. So, you know, I just, that story just like, we keep reading about those, the same thing with, you know, and particularly black people, color people get on my nerves, uh, immensely with that because it's like, nobody takes it, takes it seriously. They make excuses. Oh, well, you know, she crazy. Well, you know, they be going back and forth. Oh, well, I didn't know it was like that. It's like, yes, you did. Y- yes, you did. Like, it's not normal behavior. It's not cute. That's not, oh, well, you know, that's how couples fight. No, couples argue. Couples have disagreements. Um, if you fighting, fist fighting, getting hit, that's, that's not how it should be. And I need y'all to stop playing around with that. Do a little research and figure out. Once that, if that nigga puts his hands on you once, he's going to do it again. And he's going to escalate, and he's going to do it again and again and again, and he's going to keep doing it, and it's not your fault, and there's nothing you can do about it, and it ain't about you saving him or getting him help. He got to save himself and get his own self-help, okay? So I just... That story was awful. I felt bad, but I'm just tired of that. I'm tired of, of hearing about that. Leave these abusive niggas alone. You are not Captain Save a nigga. You are not Captain Save a hoe. It is not your job to heal him. It is not your job to fix him. You ain't got to hold him down. Yeah, if you love, you love through anything. That's a bunch of bullshit. I wish y'all stopped telling people that. That's nonsense. Um and just you know, cut that shit out. Um Stop, 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 don't be involved with them, don't marry them, just, just, it's plenty of fishing to see, go the other way, that shit is whack. Um, alright, that's it for current events, this is so weird doing this by myself, <laughs> so, and since I am doing it by myself, we're gonna keep it to an hour, um, last week's show was an hour too, two, so, that's a good time, we usually try to keep it between an hour and an hour and a half, um. So, the next show, and I was about to ask my co-host, who's not here, which one she wanted to do first. So, but I guess it's up to me. So, let's start with, let me give y'all a quick review. I really hate that, wait, did I even watch Black Ink? Ah, Black Ink being a week behind is really throwing me off. Because when it came on Monday, it was great. Like, because we record on Wednesday, so it was two days fresh. Um, Alright, let's recycle that, because I'm not even really, can't remember that right now let's go to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because that's freshest. First of all, powers that be, it's too many people on that show. Like, I don't know if y'all trying to re- recycle the, the, the cast or like, you know, phase some people out, see who should be phased in or whatever, but figure it out because it's way too many people and honestly, this this new Mimi chick, what's her name? Fabulous Mimi, whatever the fuck her name is. don't care about it, the nail people don't care about it, um, honestly this baby with Kirk, don't care about it, um, Jock I like Jock's story with Scrappy, but with this other girl and, and Carly Red, ugh ugh um, but yeah, it's just too much, like, this show, like, I, you know when they get off on them other people I just really don't care, Tommy's cool, Tommy can stay, cause Tommy's crazy um, Dime penny, just it's too many. Like y'all could cut it, cut it by half, and and it it still be good. Um. So this week, um, Jocelyn, <laughs> Jocelyn and Melissa was sitting in Melissa's spot, dressed like Disney villains. I ain't get it. Jocelyn looked like um Cruella Deville, and Melissa was dressed up like I don't know, spy versus spy. I was just like, what is going on here? Like, what y'all going to a costume party? Like, <laughs> look crazy. Um because Jocelyn wants to I don't know why wants to record a video with Mimi and Carly Red I, I that must be like a plot line for the story cuz I don't Jocelyn don't need them um especially not Carly Red um so that was that and apparently I don't know I can't I I, I Jocelyn seems to be not liking Melissa and Mimi's relationship. I can't figure out if Mimi and, and and Melissa are dating. I feel like they're not. I feel like they might be doing what they do, but like, I don't get couple vibes from them. Um, I feel like they just like date or like, you know, friend whatever y'all, whatever you call it when you just date with somebody and maybe y'all smash a few times, but y'all not exclusive or y'all not officially with just each other. That's what I feel like if it's anything, it's that. Um, but Jocelyn don't seem to like that at all um Jocelyn is stressed because she fucks bitches (laughs) she does (laughs) and after she after she takes them down they lose their minds which is accurate I said that about Don Penny that whole argument between her and, and Jocelyn was because Jocelyn would not acknowledge her and had her just flipping out um what else occurred? This baby news. Oh, this is the part I thought was interesting. So I guess Jock, which I, I'm not interested. I thought it was kind of dumb. So Jock mentioned it to Carly Red last week that he thought he could be the baby. He slept with her and he thought he could be the baby daddy. Which when he said it, it sounds stupid to me and sound crazy to me. Because I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It didn't make no sense. And now this week, it made even less sense because the girl, it got back to the girl and her dude. And they confront Jock about it, and then Jock's story is like, "Well, all I know is back then, around the same time, I had slept with this girl named Jasmine. You look like the same." He sounds like he lied, and then made up another lie. Like it just didn't make any sense. Um, but what was interesting about it is, I guess, to get back at Jock, the other guy starts talking about he knows his Jock's baby mama. This is this is why this is why I can never be you niggas with these kids, with people you're not married to and these baby mamas and, and this one and that one, that shit is not about nothing you up, y'all using each other for, for this this baby mama girl who's somewhere minding her business and don't know anything about these shenanigans that you fucking coons are in this restaurant doing now all of a sudden she's bought into it because you mad because this one said this one about, see what I'm saying like I can't even like this is why it'll never be me um yeah, baby by me, we gonna be married and we gonna work it out and it's gonna be mommy and mommy or whatever, I don't know, whatever names we come up with, pronouns we decide to use, and that's it. I'm not having a whole bunch of kids all over town. Fuck that. Um, so that occurred. Finds out it's probably not Jock's baby. There's some people that seem to think it's not Kirk's baby. I mean there ain't been no DNA tests and everybody just sitting around what do it look like Kirk? Black people would that do it look like. Genetics don't work like that, boo. That's what they got DNA for. It ain't got to look like him. I don't look nothing like my father. If you saw my mother, you would understand. I don't look nothing like my father. Um, I got his big head, and maybe I laughed like he laughed, and I probably have his disposition a little bit, but I don't look nothing like him. Um, um... So, that shit, oh, the, the, Carly talking about, oh, I can't really tell, hold him up, do he look like her, y'all all sounds stupid, we have science and DNA now, they can tell you within 99.99% if who the pappy is, so, I don't, all this holding the baby up to the light, I don't understand what y'all doing with that, um, anyway, um, I believe that that is Kirk's baby, because I don't think that you're gonna be paying for an apartment for her, the baby, another chick, and another grown-ass man to live in on your dime unless you know that's your motherfucking baby, and you're trying to keep that shit tamped down because you don't want your wife to find out. That is the only motherfucking reason, and and then soon as the, soon as she says something, now you're not paying the rent no more. That's how I know that's your motherfucking baby, because if you didn't think so, you would have been the first one to the DNA test, especially with the you got two girls and another dude, No, we're gonna test this out. Because I'm not paying for this shit, so I believe that's Kirk's baby. Um, Kirk is a is a is an ashiest nigga I've ever heard. Because he's sitting in the restaurant, not his fault. It's her fault. You know I'm a married man. Basically, um, it's her fault for messing with him because he's a married man and she should know better. Like she's the one that's married. Nigga, you married. You took the vow. You out here cheating. I I don't. I'm not saying I don't advocate sleeping with nobody, husband, wife, whatever, but whoever that other person is, they don't owe you shit, they don't owe you shit, they don't owe your wife shit, they didn't stay in the church and take no vow and say it's just gonna be me and you, you did. You the one doing the cheating, they not cheating on nobody, or I don't know, maybe they got a boyfriend, but they not cheating on you cheating, so whatever on that, but um, he's a piece of shit, because he just, your wife for 17 years, who whatever, she don't react enough for me, but whatever, I don't know what Rashida problem is, but that's beside the point, your wife is 17 years, she ain't left you, yeah, probably not gonna leave you. you, done been through all kind of bullshit, and this is, th- I mean, you just, just just disrespectful, you go out to some, and you fucking raw, some fucking 22 year old stripper, and have a baby on your wife, of 17 years, like, uh, uh, uh ugh, tacky, 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 so, that was that. Oh, Tommy got into a fight with old girl at the nail salon. Honestly, I didn't even really care about the fight because I don't care about that nail salon girl. And I think Tommy was kind of right. I don't know. I think Tommy needed to get herself together. That's why she got so many mug shots. She seemed to have an not seem she has an impulse problem, and she probably could use some therapy and some help. And I don't know if she's an alcoholic or not, but like, you're too old to not be able to control yourself like that, Mom. You're gonna end up in jail for real, for real um, keep playing around, um, I just thought it was funny, cause security, when she, he had to break the fight up, old girl titties was coming out, and he had to, he had to like put her, he had to like put her chest back in and pull her drawers down, and like regular, she was just standing there, like it wasn't no big deal, like, like this man wasn't trying to redress you on national TV, like, I just thought it was funny. He was trying to like, cause Tommy was throwing shit, so he trying to duck Tommy shit and look over his shoulder and pull her, um, not pull him down, but like her, her. She had a robe on, and so like her underwear was like coming up, and he was trying to pull it to cover her and then fix her. Ch- it was funny to me, yo. I just thought it was funny. He was like trying to fix and put her titties back in and like it. Like you did a good job, sir. You were aware of all, <laughs> aware of the camera, aware of the food flying at you, aware of your job, aware of what you was the best thing to do, you was like Julius in that situation, like, you had it covered, um, I thought that was funny, um, yep, so, what else, is that all that occurred, um, I didn't see Mimi, no, nope, Mimi wasn't in it, uh, Tammy, oh, Tammy and Carly Red came over to Melissa house, for Melissa to ask them to be in the video on Jocelyn's behalf, and they had this big, like, airport continental breakfast sitting out, which I thought was funny, because it was three of them, it was, like, 89 different muffins, and all this orange juice. I ain't seen no champagne, though. I ain't had no mimosas, which, like, whatever. Um, but I just thought that was a funny scene, because they both was like, um, no, we not doing it. And honestly, like, I don't know, I feel like Jocelyn would be doing them a favor. Not that Jocelyn's no big deal, but they nobody caring about Carly Rae or Tammy. Um, so... I don't know. I feel like she was doing y'all a favor asking y'all to be in the in the video. I saw Jocelyn on Hollywood Squares last night. I don't know. I don't like that show. It's a little bit too um coonish for me. I'll just go ahead and say, but, you know, Amber is on it. Jocelyn's on it. Drita's on it. There's some people on there that I like, but, I, you know, maybe, maybe if I was 15 or something like that, I would find that entertaining, but now it's like, I'm good. Um, But, you know, not hating on nobody. Good on them. Um, Alright, so that's it for Loving Hip Hop. Um, let's move on to... I'm trying to remember Black Ink. All I can remember, and I don't even know if this is from this week, when Duchess came back and wanted to talk to Caesar, and Caesar was like, yo, it's irreparably damaged, and he was not interested. And... I may not have seen this episode, because I can't recall anything else about it. Um... Yeah, okay. Well, sorry. We'll review that again next week because I can't remember whatever happened last Wednesday. Um, on to, what is this show? Housewives of Atlanta. I don't think, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to try to watch that Basketball Wives. I don't know. I never watched it, but... I do like Tammy and everybody's excited about Tammy and Evelyn. I don't know why Evelyn is going back to that show. She must be bored, cause she married to a baseball player, and I'm sure she don't need no money, so uh she must be bored. Um oh so Real Housewives. So basically what happened is what occurred? Um Candy sang, which everybody on Twitter was quick to say was terrible. I mean, I don't think she can sing, but I've I've heard worse. Um, I've heard worse singing. Um, she's one of them singers like a lot of people when nobody ever really tells them when when people be like, Oh baby, you can sing, you sing so good, and nobody ever really tells them that they kinda sound bad, so they just they just keep singing like like off key and out of tone, like one of those one of those I call people like that little magic like you know nobody just never tells them that um really you sound a mess so they just get perfected in that sounding a mess she's one of those singers that's how Candy sounds to me like okay so you you got a record deal and y'all got some platinum hits and so you feel like you can sing but not really um at the restaurant she had a little family opening cause they didn't have the um permits yet And lo and behold, Apollo from jail sends his girlfriend, his new fiance or whatever, to the restaurant. Which I thought was the stupidest thing ever because, first of all, Apollo is Phaedra's husband. He was friends with Todd and Peter, somewhat. But they went to jail for scamming. Had y'all almost hooked up, uh, messed up with the feds because he was hiding assets at your house, your wives then fell out with Phaedra for the most part. Um, it's Candy and Todd's restaurant. I just don't really see why... He's like, oh, well, I'm sending my wife on my behalf. Nigga, we wouldn't even really want you here, so why is your wife here that we just met and don't know nothing about? Like, like... Phaedra wasn't there, so whatever, I just didn't see the point of that, I thought that was very tacky, if I thought Todd, ti- if I was Todd, I would not have done that, I would have been like, listen, nice to meet you, um, Apollo didn't really let me know you were coming by here, and this is just like, really a family event, and you know, maybe we'll have something later, and, and y'all, you can come by, but right now it's just really not the time, and actually, Phaedra might show up, and we don't want no problems, and this is, you know, everybody done paid for their play, I don't know, whatever fucking lobby <laughs> Whatever lie you gotta care, I would not have had her sitting there with them and had Apollo on the jail phone. I just thought that was a little bit much. Um, but, you know, it did show that Phaedra tells some more lies because they all thought that Phaedra was divorced, was divorced, was finalized because that's what she told them. She found out it wasn't. They found out about this girl who Apollo most like. I think Apollo, whatever these scams he's running, because he just got caught again running a credit card scam out of jail. Um, I think, all the scams he runs, he must he needs somebody on the outside. And I say and will continue to say that I think that's what, how him and Phaedra met. I think that Phaedra was probably helping him run whatever scams he was running. And then he got out and he was, you know, continued to do it and eventually got locked up. That's what I think occurred. That's why I think she lies about how they met. That's why I think none of her stories don't match up. I told y'all before this about this girl that she sued that wrote this book, but, um, a lot of the stuff the, shit the girl was saying in the book about Apollo happened to turn out to be true. So if it was true about Apollo, it probably was true about her too. But that's what I believe. I believe that's how they met because they never this, the, we went to college together. The story never made no sense. Um, then it was like he was walking down the street. That never made no sense. I think that his first scam that he was running, he was using Phaedra. And now he's in jail and he got this new girl and he's using her because um, she does real estate, and so real estate people, same thing, they they set up these different shell companies, and they get different people's information, and whatever his scams are, he needs somebody on the outside, so I guess this nigga don't never want to get out of jail, and I mean, my dude, like, you got kids. You have children. You're in jail for eight years for what you're doing, and you're still scamming. I'm sure you're going to get more time for that. Like, do you ever want to get out and see your kids? Because they're already going to be almost grown men. When, or not grown men, but like 15, 16, 12. I don't know how old, when you get out. Like, what are you doing in jail that you need money like that for credit card scams? You know what I mean? Like, what are you really doing? So, I don't know. Uh, whatever i just thought that was i thought it was tacky i thought it was in poor taste i wouldn't have done it and i thought it was extra like i don't even know why you're here but we're not gonna do this um what else occurred um i think that was the main thing nothing else too much um we found out that well we found and then we found out through tmz recently that Phaedra did some shady shit, like, the judge found that she, um, purposely tried to mislead Apollo, and so, she, he undid the divorce, and the story is that she was trying to hide assets, and trying to keep him from assets, and did stuff like, and Phaedra, again, Phaedra's a lawyer, she knows what she's doing, so she spelled his name wrong, so that, you know, it would get through the junket without, um, you do little shit like that to, like, kind of trick the clerk, and have him think it's another case, and have it go through and have a stamped. the judge was like, nah, um, the part I don't really understand is like, I mean, I guess I understand. It. He's trying to, he wants, he wants. I guess Apollo feel like, yo, my fucking illegal money that I that I made is what got us in this house and got all this shit. Now you trying to divorce me and move on and ain't trying to give me nothing. And you know, when you first started Housewives, your little check wasn't paying for all this. You know, I was laundering this money and that's how I was getting this money. And I'm not gonna just get out of jail and not have nothing, no how, no half a house, no nothing. So I think. That's why he's trying to fight the divorce, because my first question was like, why, if you got this new girl and this new fiance, why wouldn't you just move on with her? Why are you trying to fight the Phaedra's divorce? But I think it's because she's trying to be shady and trying to be sneaky, and, you know, I don't know. If it, if he got something on her, he need to say it, but I mean, Phaedra's smart enough, she's an attorney, I'm sure she's smart enough to not have a, I know, because I'm sure the feds have checked. To not have her name on any of the paperwork, but I'm sure the feds know. Feds not stupid. I'm sure they know that she knew. They just know she's smart enough to not have her name on any paperwork or anything. So I'm sure they got a side eye out for her. Like you, one slip up from you, and we come to get you too. Um, yeah. So that was that. I, I just I didn't understand it. I thought that was, in very poor taste. And I don't know, Todd. I I don't know. I don't know what to say about Todd because I feel like. Todd is a, is, is kind of gossipy and kind of not that bright. And, uh, you know, Peter, uh, one thing I'll say for Peter, Peter Peter does gossip, but he does gossip. But I, I feel like Peter doesn't get Todd gets involved, Todd does think Todd gets involved in things by being dumb. Like, he does dumb shit that gets him involved in, th- like, in the middle of stuff. I feel like Peter don't do that. Peter just, like, if y'all arguing around him or whatever, he'll join in, but, like, when it's time to be quiet, he he's quiet, and I feel like Ty be just, I don't know, he don't seem that sharp to me, um, in those kind of matters. Um, alright, I think that was it on that show. It is. And Sorry, I cannot remember. I'm still trying to think of what happened on Black Ink, um, and I cannot remember, but it's been an hour I've been talking to y'all by myself, um, so again, apologize we i'm not trying to you know I don't know we'll see what happens um technical difficulties this week we gonna be, not trying we're gonna be consistent. we put this out every week, so every week in, unless we announce early that you know we're on vacation and we're not gonna record for whatever reason're gonna try to do an episode every week um you know so what am gonna name this what i say it was episode ninety seven we are gonna name it um. <laughs> Keisha hold my wig <laughs> episode 97 Keisha hold my wig Um, let me do the part that I never do but I wrote it down cause I'm prepared which is give y'all our, our information y'all don't email us but whatever we're gonna give it out anyway email us Podcast at gmail.com and that's a capital T lowercase f capital A lowercase p Thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us anything, I don't know, whatever, um, go ahead. And then we have a Twitter, which a lot of y'all have been following us. Thank you. Please, some more people follow us. We got way more listeners than we got followers. So if y'all could follow us, it's at thanks for underscore for asking without the G on Twitter. Um, and that's run by both of us. So you know, and forgive me, like, I I use, um, I'm on my personal account more than I'm on the thanks for asking account, so it might be a couple days, I'll see something, I'll respond, or whatever, we respond at different times, because there are two of us, so you might get two responses, um, I don't think that shakes nobody's world up too much, but just letting y'all know, okay, um, and thanks for listening, every week tell your friends every week we get new listeners oh and I have another podcast that I want to shout out on this one that I do with my swag Bay junique unique um, and it's called Hidden Figures and I probably should have prepared that information as well but I just thought of it um, but give me a second and I will tell you what our Twitter account is and it's a different podcast a different subject so it's Hidden Figures podcast, and it's at capital H, capital D, capital N, figures, and what it is, is a bi-weekly podcast, and we basically, we tired of like, um, all this, the first black this, and the first black that, we, we doing just regular, you know, people in history, just like hidden figures that people didn't know about, did great things that might necessarily, might not necessarily be getting the shine, and getting the press, um, and it's from you know, our perspective, not the white kids' perf- perspective, so if you want to get a little different topic and hear me on something else with, um, different subject matter, um, check me out over there, it's bi-weekly, so we only have one episode we did last Tuesday, we're gonna do another one next week, and um alright, that's it, thanks thanks for listening, um, sorry about just being me, hopefully I have kept you entertained and um a lot of people said y'all I appreciated the last one, and I, I know I've, I've, I'd always prefer to do this than to not have an episode last minute. I cannot stand last minute shit. So, um, all right, y'all. Thanks, and see y'all next week. Peace.